I'm Misty Winkler, and you're listening to the Simplified Organization audio blog, episode 10. Does getting organized feel overwhelming because there are just so many pieces to juggle in your life? Remember, this is simplified organization. It's not about having ordered closets and clean drawers and matching labels on every matching container. It's about knowing your priorities, keeping first things first, even if that means leaving the crumbs on the floor for a day. The point is doing the important things without stressing out about the non-essential. So let's do it. Clean with the end in mind. If you're like me, you try at least occasionally to become better, more effective, more competent in your roles and responsibilities at home. And then after a period of trying, you peter out because it turns out that it's quite exhausting to grow and change and fight entropy and bad habits. We have to become accustomed to and accepting of small change over time, faithful application, faithful repentance day in and day out, rather than huge life overhauls that don't last, wearing us out and making us want to give up on everything. We have to be content with baby steps and gradual shifts. To keep us on the right track, moving forward however slowly, we need to keep our eyes on the end we're after. We must begin with the end in mind. Beginning with the end in mind is envisioning what you want in the future so that you know specifically what you're working toward. If you don't know where you're going, you're not likely to get there. What is the end? End, noun, one, a final part of something, especially a period of time, an activity, or a story. Two, the furthest or most extreme part or point of something. Three, a goal or result that one seeks to achieve. Rather than simply do a duty because we've been told we must or we feel we're supposed to, we should do our duty knowing our aim and the reason why. This is particularly true of housekeeping, which quickly becomes mundane, tedious, and unsatisfying work if we don't care about it and we don't know why we're doing it. Begin with the goal in mind. The goal of housekeeping is for it to be ready to use. The end goal of housekeeping is actually not to have a clean house. The clean house is itself a tool, not an end. A house being used for living, working, loving, and serving is fulfilling its end. Keeping up with the maintenance is useful because it helps us live, work, love, and serve more effectively, not because the house's natural, normal state is supposed to be some sort of static, sterile, pristine clean. When we clean house as though the point is to arrive at the end state of capital C clean, then we're bound to be frustrated and discouraged because clean never lasts. Part of that is due to the fall and the imperfection of the world. However, part of it is due simply to use. As Proverbs 14.4 says, Where there are no oxen, the manger is clean, but abundant crops come by the strength of the ox. This proverb does not teach us that having a filthy house is okay. Rather, it contrasts a place of productivity with a place of barrenness. If our desired end is a static clean, then barrenness kind of makes sense. But that's not what God desires. God desires life and love, and with that comes mess. And that's okay. Messes happen, and then we pick them up. And then more mess happens, and then we take care of those. That is the pattern of a vibrant, full life, which we must accept if we're going to keep up a cheerful attitude in the midst of it all. 
Clean doesn't last, but that is because clean isn't the point. Begin with the extreme point in mind. The point of housekeeping is stewardship. So why work toward cleanliness if it never lasts? Because it is part and parcel of taking care of what God has given us. We are called to be wise stewards, caretakers of all God has given us. Taking care of all God has given us includes the house itself. When we clean the house, we are caring for it, preserving it, making it useful for its purpose and available for service. Taking care of all God has given us also includes the people he is entrusted to our care. Cleaning the house is taking care of our family and the others that we invite in. Our homes are for growing people. The environment and atmosphere of our home is part of caring for the people in our home, both our family and others to whom we extend hospitality. Our home is a tool of service for the kingdom. When we clean it, we are sharpening it for more effective use, as long as our cleaning keeps the perspective of the home as tool and the people as the end, and not the other way around. Begin with the final story in mind. The final story of housekeeping is loving people. There are no eternal brownie points for clean houses. God does not love you or approve of you more or less based on the state of your house. So does that mean that the state of our houses do not ultimately matter? I've tried to wrestle the answer to that question into a yes, but it's not true. It still matters. Our homes are entrusted to us, and we use them and steward them as tools for kingdom service. With a tidy and orderly home, we're simply more effective in helping and loving others. We're more available because our home is a help rather than a hindrance. We're able to pursue hospitality as the Bible commands when our house is in order. We're living a story, and our home is the stage for that story. The setting, the stage, affects the story itself. So cleaning house does help our final story's movement toward glory. Head on over to simplifiedorganization.com slash audio to find all the episodes from this season about house cleaning, as well as previous episodes. And while you're waiting for the next episode, please pop on over to iTunes and leave a rating and review so that iTunes knows this is a podcast that should be featured and recommended. Thanks. Remember, organization starts with your attitude. Work your plan, roll with the punches, and do the right next thing.